Hi, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. This is a special episode. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, and as you know, October is crucial catch month in the NFL. Cancer impacts everyone. Well, we've all been touched by it. And one of our own touched by cancer and has overcome it, one of our cheerleaders, Nicole, with a very special message here. Molly Sullivan doing the interview with Nicole Hillis, an inspirational story and something that we can all use to better not only our lives, but the lives of our loved ones. Here's Molly Sullivan with Nicole, one of our Eagles cheerleaders. Hello, everyone. This episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast is bigger than football. The NFL has worked with the American Cancer Society for nearly the past decade now, committed to the fight against cancer. And every October, NFL crucial catch games are a highlight around the league. In Philadelphia, as you may know, it all went down in week five with the New York Jets in town. The Eagles... Of course, beat the Jets. Nicole, I see a smile there. I'm going to introduce introduce you to Nicole here in a second. (laughs) They, of course, beat the Jets, but it was a win long before anybody got off the bus. So I want you guys, as I kind of buried the lead here, uh, meet Nicole Hillis. She grew up in Bucks County, lifelong Eagles fan, went to Penn State, now an elementary school teacher. And oh, by the way, Nicole is also an Eagles cheerleader. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Molly. Yeah, and thank you for joining us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Your love for dance, where did all, I want, I want to start there. Where did that begin? So I started dancing when I was two years old. My mom took me to a mommy and me class. And of course, I don't remember because I was two, but my mom, of course, loved it. And she saw how much I loved dancing and I continued to do it all the way up until high school. And alongside of dancing, I was on a competitive dance team and I did a competitive cheerleading team while on cheerleading team at high school. So I was always performing, always dancing, always cheering, and I've just always loved it. So those mommy and me classes really work. They do. I'm a mom of a (laughs) three-year-old daughter. That's good to know. They uh, do. All right, so we know that. Uh, Going back to the Eagles' crucial catch game, you represented your parents, Bob and Karen. We spoke about them there, along with people around the world who have been impacted by cancer. How do you best put into words, Nicole, what it was like to perform in front of your hometown crowd for one and for two? on such a meaningful day? Well, it's always just such an incredible experience being out in the Lincoln Financial Field, performing in front of 70,000 people. And it was so meaningful to know that we were out there performing to Destiny's Child, I'm a Survivor, and just being there supporting all those people out there who have been affected by cancer, not only them, but their families, their friends, because it really does affect so many people. And it just felt so amazing to know that we were supporting everyone and standing up for all the warriors out there. So essentially, guys, and to our friends at home, this is a post-game interview. And I say that because our Chris McPherson spoke with you prior to the game. Let's run it back to where all of this and and those powerful words that you just shared originate, okay? September 11th, 2014, you receive a phone call from your father. What can you share from that conversation? So September 11th is when he was actually diagnosed. I got the phone call three days later on September 14th. I was at school in my apartment with my roommates, and I'll never forget, he called me, and he calls me all the time, so I just thought it was a normal phone call, and he was like, I just wanted to let you know the doctors found something, and I said, well, what do you mean they found something? Are you okay? What's wrong? And he tried to be really calm and act like everything was okay, and he finally got it out of him. I have cancer. Um, I'm going to have to go through chemotherapy, and 
saying all everything. And I was just like in shock. I started crying. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I told him, I said, I'm going to leave school. I'm going to come home because I didn't know how bad it was at the time. And he said, no, it's okay. He assured me everything was going to be fine. So I calmed down and relaxed and I stayed at school. And he ended up actually coming up a week later for the Penn State game. They brought the RV up and my whole family was there. And that's when it really hit me when I saw him because already I could just tell like, oh my gosh, everything's going to change. Our lives are now affected by cancer, you know? And when he came up, he had a pump in his chest that was injecting chemotherapy every 90 seconds. And to hear that is like, you can't even imagine that. So that's when it really hit me that cancer has now been affected in our lives. And I just wanted to hug my dad and cry and didn't want him to leave me. Now, you're an educator, first and foremost. We established yes. that. You are also a performer. And yes. with that, you have to stay poised, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't show vulnerability. You can't, like, here, this is a podcast, but if you could see it, your, your face, that's, that's difficult mm-hmm. to share that. What, what kind of emotions are going through you right now? All kinds of emotions. Um, first and foremost, I'm very happy that he's now a cancer survivor, um, but it was just, it was very sad. It was very frustrating. I was angry. Just like everyone says, why me? Why do my parents? Why does it have to happen to us? Um, but we have a really strong faith in God. I prayed every single day and we just all had a really strong faith that everything was going to be okay. And we're very lucky to how it turned out. So, it, so Bob was okay, symptom-free, yes. and um, you earn a spot on the 2019 Eagles cheerleading squad. Yes. Big, Big, <laughs> so big exciting. in April. That was in April, this past April. And then over the summer, your mother, uh, take us through what, what went down here. So first going back to the audition, I was so excited that my dad was there to see me. My whole family was there. So exciting. My family could not have been more proud of me. So after making the team, um, the beginning of August, when my mom went back to get a physical, they found this lump. They actually found it a year ago. Thyroid. And her thyroid. They found it a year ago, and they said, it's fine. It's not cancerous. So she went back for her physical in August. They said, I think you should get it checked out again. And now this is a different doctor. So she went, got it checked out. They said, this is cancer. So she was in shock because a year ago they told her everything was fine. And they found that lump a year ago. So they should have known, and they didn't. So she was in shock. She told all of us. And it was like the same reaction. It was just like, how? Why? Why is this happening? And I cried again when my mom told me because it was just such shocking news. And um, right away, we just turn it around and we all get back up on our feet strong and we're there to support her. And we knew that she was going to get through this. She had the surgery at the end of August. We were all there to support her. I stayed home with her all week helping her anything she needed. I didn't want her to have to do anything. And she is now also cancer-free. That is great news, the best news of all. Um, You've said that your mom is your role model, your father is your hero. So break that down for us. So my whole life growing up, um, my parents have been so supportive. They've always showed us what love is. They've always been so caring. I have three sisters as well, Laura, Brandon, and Ashley. So we've all just been such a really close family. And so growing up, we were always thought, oh, like nothing bad is ever going to happen to us. Just like you think, oh, like someone gets in a car accident, that's not going to happen to you. Someone has cancer, that won't happen to me. You have that mindset as a kid growing up. And I always had that mindset. My parents are not going to get cancer. They're not going to die. Nothing bad is going to happen. And then, of course, you go into adulthood and you realize that these bad things do happen. And... Um, Just growing up throughout everything, they've just always been there for me. They've always been supportive of everything I've done. 
They've been to every single dance competition, every single dance recital. My parents would be sitting there front row. And that's hard. A lot of parents have to balance their busy schedules. And no matter what, they made it there. They were always there, always supportive, so caring. And so my dad's just always been my hero. I've always looked up to him. Going through the cancer, it showed me how much more of a brave hero he was going through that and battling it. And my mom has just been my role model. I always said I want to grow up and be exactly like her because she's just super mom. She's amazing. And so, yeah, I'm just really lucky and really blessed to have both amazing parents. And I'm sure that a lot of people can connect with what you're saying. We want to emphasize that you can make a crucial catch today, right? Early detection, awareness, that is key. That is why we are here. We're here to, everybody's got a story. To exactly. Tell, right. But we want to emphasize that that early detection is key. And really being on top of it. My parents were very on top of the doctor's appointments, the phone calls. My mom actually made a binder, and on the front was a picture of my family. They would go to the doctor and say, this is why we are fighting. This is why we need to stay alive. And it would just be a picture of our family. And the doctors would say, we'll get you there. You're, you're going to be okay. And they are. Love that. And there's, there's also, um, to that point, there's a digital tool at nfl.com slash crucial catch. Nicole, I saw you on there earlier. It's called the Defender to help with early detection. Uh, You can also check out what all 32 clubs are doing to make crucial catches in the fight against cancer if you want to. There's there's just good stuff there all the way around. And with that, when you're out in the field and we've we've seen you, um, this is your rookie season. You don't look like a rookie out there. You (laughs) pass the eye test for sure. Oh, thank you. Uh, But not only is Philadelphia an Eagles city, right, first and foremost, but the NFL is is a global game. You have a global appeal. So when you allow yourself to stop and pause and think about the platform that you have because of the NFL, because of the Eagles, what what do you hope people take away from all of this? Um, I just hope everyone takes away that, you know, just it's a great experience and you should just always be thankful for everything you have. Never take anything for granted because that's kind of how I live, you know, Um, and just know that you're really more blessed than you think. And there may be worse things out there that are happening. Amen. Amen for that. Thank you so much for sharing your story, (laughs) Nicole. I I know that you um, definitely connected with our friends at home here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. And we look forward to being back in South Philadelphia because we got two more games on the road. I don't know when this is airing. I probably shouldn't have said that. It's very evergreen. (laughs) Uh, Stacey, our producer, is is checking that. Um, But we we can't wait to be in South Philly and see you in action. But thanks for all that you do. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much again for having me. All right. That's Nicole Hillis, Eagles Insider Podcast. I'm Molly Sullivan. We'll see you next time. Thanks to Molly. Thanks to Nicole for that incredible message. And just a side note, a personal message from me back in 2005. A normal Saturday night watching NFL playoff football. Went to the restroom, uh, urinated, and noticed a crimson color to my urine. So clearly blood in my urine. No concern. Later in the night, same thing. A third time, same thing. Major concern. A couple of days later, went to the urologist, by which time my urine had cleared up. Uh, so the urologist found a cancerous cyst in my bladder. And had I ignored the symptoms, well, that cyst would have metastasized and I would have had bladder cancer and it would have been in major, major trouble. But by acting quickly, I had the cyst removed, annual checkups to this day. Everything is fine. So the lesson here is, as is the crucial catch message, early detection is key. Do not ignore the symptoms. Please save yourselves, save your loved ones, make everyone a healthy and happy person. 
I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. We'll be back on Thursday with another edition of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. The guest, defensive tackle Akeem Spence. We go one-on-one with head coach Doug Peterson. And Ike Reese talks about the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry with Sunday night's primetime game, a battle for first place in the NFC East on the line. Thanks for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, and fly, Eagles, fly.